welcome to the Take Your Apprenticeship podcast. The Take Your Place team is made up of five universities and nine further education colleges from across the east of England. We are an impartial project dedicated to giving you the information you need, regardless of where you're applying to study. Since 2017, we have worked with over 30,000 students from 100 different schools, colleges and sixth forms, helping them to explore their options and discover their potential. Now we hope to help you too. In this podcast series, we will explore all aspects of finding, applying for and succeeding in an apprenticeship. Through talking to experts and current apprentices from a variety of industries, we will help you explore your future apprenticeship options. Hello there. My name is Kit Rackley and my pronouns are they, them, and I am a Nico Higher Education Champion for Take Your Place. Today, I talk to Rachel Kerry, Head of Human Resources at Sizewell C. Sizewell C is a proposed nuclear power station that will be built on the Suffolk coast. We talk about the way in which apprenticeships at Sizewell C are part of the growing need for jobs in the green sector. We talk about the examples of the types of vacancies and courses offered. What are the starting salaries and benefits? What is the study element of the course like? What should be the first steps a young person makes in gaining an apprenticeship at Sizewell C? And some more information about the exciting Young Sizewell C project. Let's have a listen. Hi everybody, welcome to Take Your Apprenticeship and I am joined by Rachel Carey from Sizewell C. Hello Rachel, thank you very much for joining us. Hi Kit, good to be here. So Rachel, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about the, the role that you do? Yes, so as Kit says, my name's Rachel Kerry and I'm the Head of Human Resources for the Sizewell C Project. Um, essentially, it's my job to make sure that the project has the right people um, with the right skills and experience in the right jobs at the right time. Um, so everything to do with people working on the project. Um, apprenticeships are a really important way of making sure I can do this. Um, they enable us to train young people so that you all have the skills we need to develop, construct, operate um, our new nuclear power station in Suffolk. Wonderful, yes, and not just not just the green set, but of course apprenticeships themselves are a growing way of getting into employment and for training. And it, and it's so we know that the apprenticeship side of thing, that method of delivery, that method of learning and getting to work, is on the increase. But of course, so is the green sector. Um, and list, regular listeners of this podcast know that I have a geography background as an ex-geography high school teacher and so I always disclose that in case anybody thinks there's any bias <laughs> but um, but yeah so these things therefore go hand in hand and Sizewell C seems to be in a perfect position here so in what way are apprenticeships at Sizewell C you know part of this growing need for jobs in the green sector? Well, I think um, to help answer that question, we should probably look to start with what we're actually doing in Suffolk. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sizewell C is a low carbon nuclear power station being proposed for Suffolk, which will help the UK reach net zero emissions by 2050. Our application to build Sizewell C is currently being considered by the planning inspectorate, and we're hoping obviously a positive outcome there. Sizewell C will deliver enough low carbon electricity for 6 million homes and will save 9 million tonnes of carbon dioxide wow. during every year of its 60-year operation. So that's huge. That's huge massive. contribution yeah. to net zero. Yes. Um, nuclear power is really important because it provides low-carbon electricity, whatever the weather. And it does that for millions of, millions of homes, businesses, and will really help us to replace the fossil fuels that we've been using for decades to produce electricity. So all the coal, gas, and so on, it, it replaces our usage of those. 
Um, we know electricity usage is going to increase as well. Um, you see, you know, transport's becoming increasingly electric. We see the electric cars everywhere now and charging points. Um, and heating systems as well are increasingly moving to electricity from traditional gas, coal, etc. So we submitted our application to build Sizewell C to the planning Ex- inspectorate back in May 2020. Um, and this is currently being considered. Um, size we'll see is, 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 is going to be a second, we call it second of a kind. And that means we've got a power station we're already building down in Hinkley called Hinkley Point C. And essentially we're looking to replicate that build of the Hinkley power station in Suffolk. And that will be the size we'll see power station. So very much learning from what we're, we're doing down in Hinkley. Um, the Hinkley Point C set power stations, that's in its fourth year of construction. Construction's much longer than that, 10 plus years. And obviously, so for size, well, it will be a much longer construction process. That's awesome. So that actually quite leads us quite nicely onto the next bit. So, uh, so give us some examples of the types of vacancies and apprenticeships that, that you offer. Um, so we're looking to create um, 1,500 apprenticeships. So significant number of apprenticeships within the local area. Um, and on top of the apprenticeships, looking to employ thousands of local people as well um, during construction of the power station. And then once we're operating, so I've talked about that 60 year operation, operating the power station will take 900 people wow. at any point in time to do that. So a, a huge employer for the area. That's incredible. That is a that is amount because we know that the, well, the east of England, particularly with higher and degree apprenticeships, the east of England's not well known for those vacancies there's a far more in terms of intermediate and advanced and I think is it true that you you've got apprenticeships running all through you've got some level twos all the way up to level sixes yes we've got um, a huge range of apprenticeships going on in in Hinkley Point C um, and for size we'll see we also intend to then offer that full range of opportunities as well right from sort of the conventional to through to degree level apprenticeships um, and you know that's all through the construction of, of the of the project so that's sort of nine to twelve years construction that's great and the one thing I really really love I've learned a lot about apprenticeships doing this this job for Nico is is it allays those kind of fears that well if you've got a massive construction element where you've got to deal with the building the infrastructure all that kind of stuff well surely the jobs are all finished that's it there's no, there's no pro- prospects beyond the finish of the construction but actually what apprenticeships do is that that might you know the apprenticeship will come to an end because they do they they're a course as well as they work but it leaves you with you know in industry experience and the skills enable enable you to move on into your career if you want to stay in that in that sector and so to hear that that so many apprenticeships are coming here in a in a part of the country which is not really you know at the moment a bit lagging behind other parts of the country in terms of apprenticeships that's really really good to hear and i think our young people will will um will be quite uh, encouraged by that yes and I, and I think it's it's important that you know some of the apprenticeships are in that construction field and absolutely provide careers for life beyond the construction of this project um but they're you know construction mechanical roles mm. things engineering digital engineering welding project management steel fixing to name name but a few but there's also apprenticeships um in many of the site support services so very transferable skills you know outside of any construction or or building um project um so these are things like you know logistics environment health and safety security accountancy skills that can translate into any industry um out, outside of be it nuclear construction or anything else so yeah absolutely the apprenticeships that we'll be providing will provide that foundation for your careers 
um, you know, whatever you choose to do in, in throughout the life of your, your careers. Yeah. That's perfect because you've actually dispelled two myths there, really. You know, um, um, one of them, okay, so there might not be a, a specific job at Sizewell C for you after the construction phase, but there are still so many things that you can do after that, and it is upskilling you for for uh, a much more greater things and a much more flexibility as you get older. But the second thing is, and this is something as a geographer I always used to get very about, and that is, oh, you know, if you're doing something environmental related, then that's it. All you can do is maybe do an apprenticeship where you go up a wind turbine or, or you kind of maybe look after a creatures in a river or something like that but actually you've just said you've just covered so many sectors everything from accountancy to construction so yes of course construction is going to be a big one but you've got all these other elements to it as well and and uh, i think what i would recommend to anybody listening any young person listening do your research just because it says size well see don't think oh, i'm not interested in energy i'm not interested in the environment or something like that actually take a look because they might be something about accounting security you know comms so there'll be there might be something there absolutely we we you know we 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 employ people in any number of roles many of which are you know found in any any industry any organization um so you're you're really future proofing your career by taking an apprenticeship with the sizewell c project the world's your oyster once you mm. once you've completed it essentially yeah perfect so what what kind of i mean there must be quite a range then but uh, can you give us some examples of maybe starting salaries benefits that kind of stuff yeah um i mean obviously sort of the the, the varying different apprenticeships all have slightly different um salaries attached to them but you know broadly speaking um starting salaries vary between around 12,000 pounds per year through to sort of 18 and a half 19,000 pounds a year you know so really good really good starting salary and there's annual pay increases with that obviously as well um if it's a degree apprenticeship the starting salary will be a little bit higher as you would you would probably expect um in terms of of benefits you get the you know the full gamut of you know employment benefits so importantly 25 days paid holiday yep. which you know we all need we all need that break to refresh and rejuvenate but also, you know, you know, thinking, you know, way ahead into the future, getting you you invested into a pension scheme, really important start that savings habit, oh um, well-being support services, flexible benefits packages, so you kind of get to pick and choose the the benefits that that really really, you know, are, are most relevant to you. Um, obviously, for some of the apprenticeships, if you need it, then residential accommodation support. So if the apprenticeship is is one that requires you to be away from from where you you know you live, then the, the support to be provided there um, and travel allowances. And, and so, you know, a really good package of, of benefits around. And I think, you know, importantly, one of the big things for me with apprenticeships is you are earning as you're learning. It's yep. a it's a well worn worn phrase, but it's true. And I, th- I think, you know, if, if you've been quite nervous about entering further education from the cost of that and from student loans and so on and so forth. Apprenticeships were a really accessible way into both getting that that training and that 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 study background, but also, you know, getting into the work environment and earning a salary for doing so. Yeah, and that's a message we've been, you know, we've been trying to say time and time again at Nico. Like people say, you know, but but it's only 13 only 18 but wait a minute wait pause and think right because you are actually getting a qualification out of this 
where you do not have to pay any tuition fees or things like that. So if if you're being put off by, we know, we know that there are ways around, you know, you don't have to worry too much about university finance because of the structure involved. But if that still worries you, this is a perfect thing. You've not got any fees to pay, but you're getting paid as well. And as Rachel just said, you know, you've got yearly pay increments as well. So it's it's, yes, the minimum hourly wage, which the government has set, is £4.30 an hour at the moment. But as you can hear, actually very, very many will actually pay a little bit more or they'll increase that quite rapidly. You know, so that don't get put off by the amount of that. And I'll tell you what, Rachel, I was pleasantly surprised to hear about in some circumstances, there is accommodation allowance as well because that is actually not that common with apprenticeships. You know, um, so that's really, really nice to hear. So if you're listening to this and you're not based in Suffolk, so, you know, you're in Norwich or you're in Cambridge or something like that, and it's just too far away from home for you, you know, that is something you can research and find out from Sizewell, see whether you can qualify for that kind of benefit. So that's really good to hear. Really good to hear. Yeah. And, and Kit, there's, there's loads more detail and information of on course. this on, on our Early Careers webpage on, on the on the EDF website. So, you know, for, for people who want to really explore into that, then then go there and have a look. Wonderful. Yeah. And we'll put all the links and stuff in the description. We'd like to take a break just to ask you to help us with some feedback. We aim to raise higher education aspirations in as many young people as possible, so your feedback will be welcome. To do this at your own convenience, please visit tinyurl.com slash tyapod. If you missed that, not to worry, you can find the link in the description. Thank you. Now back to the podcast. You mentioned about learning while you're learning. So what what is that learning element like? So they're they're one equivalent of one day a week, twenty percent of the role. Um, what do they get up to in during that time? Yeah, again, it's it varies depending on on the course. And and again, you know, if if you're really interested in this, go and have a look at the the detail. Um, but absolutely, some courses will offer full time residential study. Others, it's sort of part time, which is the, the the one day a week in college and four days a week actually. You know, with within the within the company, um, or block study. So you sort of separate your your study and your your work time. So I say more details for all of the the programs can be found on the early careers webpage, um, and also our young size will see section of the website, which um, I really yeah. do want to promote because that's a a really great resource, a really great resource we can talk about a little bit more as well. Um, but there's some real life case studies there. So rather than just hearing it from me, <laughs> you know, sort of the, the head of human resources, actually look into there because it's people who are actually doing this at Hinkley. They will, they sort of talk about how it works for them on the, on the various different programs. Yeah. And that, that's very important, everybody. It's, it's a piece of advice your teachers and your careers advisors and us here at Nika will give you all the time is do your research. It really is worth it. So you can listen to me and Rachel talk about this, but this podcast really is only like the first stepping stone to finding out more okay so please please make sure you do that and there'll be the links in the description as i've already said okay so um a couple more things and then we'll talk about young size well see because i'm really excited about this as well so um what would be the first steps for a young person if they want to gain an apprenticeship at size well see what what would what be your advice the first things they should do so i think it's it's really 
um, do a little bit more exploring as to, to what Sizewell C is all about, what the nuclear industry is about, and what we as a company are, are about. And I think a really good way of doing that is actually to visit our visitor centre at Sizewell B. So Sizewell B is one of our operating power stations that's, you know, on, on the same, basically the same site as, as Sizewell C. Mm. Um, so we've got a visitor centre there. Great place to visit and learn more about the industry. So really sort of get under the skin of, of what we're about. Um, and also, you know, our visitor centre guides, they attend career fairs and other events at schools and colleges um, in your area. So you should check those out as well. And if you want someone, if, if you've got a careers fair at your school and we're not there, then let your careers teacher know oh. and, and they can contact us and we can ensure we, ensure we have a, a, a stall there. Um, I mean, there are sort of actual, you know, tours of, of, of Sizewell B as well. Um, so an opportunity there for you to go and have a, a look around and, and really, you know, get to see what it's actually really like. Because you can, you know, I, I can talk about this. You can talk about this kit. <laughs> you can look at pictures on websites, even look at videos and stuff. But actually, you know, sort of really get a feel for what it is like to be to be part of, of working in, in the industry. Yeah, and I'm I'm never gonna push back against a, a recommendation for a field trip either. So <laughs> no, absolutely. <laughs> I might have to I might have to see if I can uh, help lead one via Nico. We'll have to wait and see about that. But uh, I can dream. I can dream. Um, right. So so one last question for you before we talk. We end on talking about size uh, young size well C, which is really cool. Um, I, I I've taught I know because I've taught it myself. When, when we teach about en- the energy industry and stuff like that, you know, as jo- in geography and stuff like that, you know, nuclear energy and nuclear power is always a controversial issue, and you know, there's very very polarizing kind of opinions on that, and there's there's a lot of stereotype that goes around. So um, the question I'd like to ask you then is for for people listening who, you know, who need need a clear response with regards to the kind of myths out there in terms of nuclear energy, and they really do want to do something progressive, something for the environment, something for the green, but they feel that nuclear energy is not compatible for that. What would you say to these people to allay their fears? Yes, I think it's a very good point and a very you know, valid, valid question and challenge. Um, I think the important information to know is that the two reactors that we'll be building at Sizewell C, they'll be capable of generating um, enough low carbon electricity to supply over 6 million homes with their needs. Um, that means, as I said, you know, before it avoids that nine million tons mm. of carbon emissions every year of operation in comparison to a gas-fired power station. So, from a you know an environmental perspective, it's absolutely superior to to burning fossil fuels to generate electricity. Um, and the, the carbon dioxide from the construction phase, um, which inevitably there, there is some, it's, it's a building project, that's offset within a matter of months because of the efficiency of the power generation. So right. actually, you know, look at the, you know, the, the, the offset perspective there. It's, it's, you know, it's phenomenally quick when you compare it to a, you know, a lot of other, other industries. I think as well, you know, nuclear can just generate such large quantities of electricity from very relatively small areas of land, Mm. um, you know, and enables, it it in turn also enables more renewables to come online. Um, The big challenge for renewable energy, be it solar power, be it wind power, is it's affected by the weather. It can't generate all the time because if there's no wind or if it's very cloudy and so on, that affects their ability to generate power. So while we transition from fossil fuels to a future that's much more um, renewable, we have to have something that that keeps that 
keep keeps the lights on essentially yep. and nuclear power is is that that tool you know it's clean green energy um that that does allow us as, as we you know move forward to bring on more renewable power but gives that certainty that at any given time of the day or night um the country and the you know globally but certainly from a uk perspective the country is able to operate that we don't have those dips in power supply that inevitably you get through renewables because they're, they're they're dependent on the weather yeah and i'm going to go a little bit geography teacher for just a couple of minutes but i just want want young people to just think about this aspect right so we need the we need the energy if you know if if we're really really kind of pushing back about the fact that these power plants need to be built then we need to think about well what is generating that need well it is all of our hunger for energy right so you've got this low you've got this location on the suffolk coast and here are your options you can have a new you can have a nuclear power station you can have a coal-fired power station or a gas-fired power station or you can have a solar farm which which at the moment the technology is it's fantastic technology but it's still it's still in its infancy or you can have a wind farm and of course it's very very close to places like rspb minsmere for example but so which of those options actually taking all the environmental factors and long-term factors into account is actually the best way forward so a bit of critical thinking will tell you actually this is the best way forward for the current state of play um, and of course there are lots of local projects going on and stuff like that where you're enhancing the environment as well i think the last time i read there was there's like 47 hectares of new habitats for marsh harriers for example so you're working with the environment and anything we build there anything we build there is going to have an impact on the environment it's what you do about that and people can look up for themselves and look at the independent studies that turn around and say well this is what they're doing and this is actually going to be a net benefit to the environment if you take everything into consideration but don't take our word for it you that's all out there and you can look that up for yourself Absolutely, Kiss. And I think, you know, the, the final point I'd make on that is if we're going to re- reach net zero, we have to have this mix of nuclear renewables. We're not going to do it no. um, without that mix. We'll get there one day, everybody, but we're not quite there yet. Like battery storage for renewables is coming. I know from my previous job that that's amazing technology coming online, but it's not quite there yet for a, for a commercial industrial scale. Right. Let's end up. Let's end on a positive now because I'm really excited for you to tell us about this. Uh, and you have something called the Young Sizewell Sea Project. So yeah, go go ahead. What's this all about? Yeah, we do. And it's, it is really exciting. Um, so we've got a dedicated service that's focused absolutely for 16 to 21 year olds. And it's called Young Sizewell Sea. Um, you can find out much more about Young Sizewell Sea on our website. And importantly, this is where you can actually be registered to be on our mailing list. And once you're on our mailing list, you'll then be the first to hear about upcoming events and opportunities with us. So, you know, sign up, sign up for Young Size We'll See and you'll get to find out everything that's going on on the project. It's also a great resource for getting work ready. There's loads of interactive options on there to, to, to look at how you can start to plan your career, you know, prepare for interviews, think about some of the, the activities you do, whether it's in school or out of school that can help, you know, know, shape, shape, shape your CV and so on. So really good resource to look at for, for getting work ready. Um, so yeah, interactive careers portal. Um, where you can experience, you know, computer generated image of the construction site and look at some of the roles that will be needed. So, you know, really have a good play around with it. Um, and also there's a virtual tour of Sizewell B, which is led by, um, Poppy, who's one of our local apprentices who's already in Suffolk. It actually gets you to see what it looks like inside a power station because I'm sure we all have images. Um, but um, actually get to see what it what it actually looks yeah, like. Yeah, it's not like The Simpsons, everybody. With <laughs> <laughs> no, pressing the button. <laughs> um, 
And uh, yeah, so there's an employment and skills prospectus on there. So you can download that, have a good look at, look through that, find out details about the skills we need and the places you can, can get them. Um, it's also the place, importantly, to look out for jobs. Of course. Um, we've already recruited apprentice, apprentices in, um, or I think it's quantity surveying, project controls, civil engineering. And importantly, you know, the young size will see the, the, the job, it's, it's linked with all of our job service. Um, so absolutely, it's the, it's the place to go. Sign up for it. You'll get to find out far, you know, so much more about the project. And importantly, you know, get that link to, to jobs and careers that we will have within Sizewell C for years to come. Yeah. And it's not just a good careers resource. It's a good uh, teaching resource as well. Because one of the things, and I must admit, I did spend a little bit too long playing around with it. And that's <laughs> the energy mixer. So where they can try and keep all the lights on in Britain by and then changing the energy mix. And it's, and it's all using proper data and everything like that. And it just goes to show how challenges it, it is to uh, to keep those lights on and why the energy mix is uh, very very important so yeah it's uh, one for the geography and science teachers there to have a have a look at uh rachel this has been an absolute pleasure talking to you and um yeah you've left me really really excited about this not just from a not just from an apprenticeship point of view but also in terms of going future you know from a green point of view because we really do ne- need to get going you know and the other thing as well that i that signifies that size well see you know edf that are, are serious about about this is that you know using terms like climate emergency on their website you know not being shy to use those words because we do need to get cracking on this kind of stuff and it's just so it's so lovely to hear that so many jobs and apprenticeships are coming online in this sector so um so thank you thank you because it's been a pleasure Thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe to our future podcast at soundcloud.com slash take your place or on your favorite podcasting app you can also find us on instagram where we are at take your place underscore he on twitter at take your place he and on facebook at facebook.com slash take your place he forward slash you can also email us with any questions, requests, or just let us know what you think on info at takeyourplace.ac.uk. We very much welcome your feedback on this podcast episode. This will also help us to raise higher education aspirations in as many young people as possible. To do this, please visit tinyurl.com forward slash tyapod. That's tinyurl.com forward slash T-Y-A pod. You can find the link also in the description.